to the real ramblers i am bill this is my brother lee hey oh <laughs> <laughs> what was that ed uh ed mcmahon ed mcmahon <laughs> yeah, so all the kids out there are like who yeah they're like they know they know ed <laughs> it's a big cult favorite among yeah. kids nowadays yeah they love ed and Je- uh, uh, sally jesse Raphael. they love her <laughs> god geraldo <laughs> yeah, i anyway. see kids all the time at my daughter's school with geraldo t-shirts that's too bad he's all a real it doesn't matter yeah anyway <laughs> So uh, today, <laughs> folks, we're going to discuss the popularity. I was going to say the resurgence, but I don't know if it's a resurgence. I don't know because, because it's been so prolonged of the horror genre. Yeah, it's a weird thing. Horror was big in uh, you know the in the fifties with the uh, bomb scares. Yeah, I was going to say like the like the nuclear age. Yeah. And, and then kind of disappeared for a while. Seventies, uh, it became kind of more realistic horror with Exorcist, Rosemary's Baby, yep. The Omen, things like that. The eighties became like an epoch of horror, yeah. which Slashers. is odd because it was also a decade of extreme censorship. Yeah. So it's so weird that the one genre that would be censored became popular. I think also because that's when home video became a yeah, big for thing. Sure. So that that's was, when... that, that was definitely the main thing behind it. Yeah. But, but it is funny that, that like, I remember going to Blockbuster to get a video and it would be like, so edited down. And... I can't believe I didn't know that as I was like renting stuff from Blockbuster that like at the time that they edited their they movies, altered, I yeah. found out later on and I'm like, oh, fuck you. I'm glad you went out of business. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was thinking the other day how strange it is that it's I was weird. looking at my uh, Blu-ray a 4K collection, and I have like an entire shelf now of Dario Argento movies, oh, and many of them are 4K special editions that look gorgeous and have hours and hours of supplementary features, and I'm like, I remember begging the manager of Blockbuster to sell me a copy of Tenebrae. Oh, wow. Even though it was insanely heavily cut, and all the gore That's was so it, crazy. But you couldn't get Dario Argento movies. They were impossible to find a copy of. Huh. And it's just so weird looking back now and being like, I loved him so much as a filmmaker back then and couldn't get and, anything. And yeah. then here and I am. And you weren't even seeing the full version of his yeah. shit anyways. But he even, he even edited aside, now it's 2023 and I have these like gorgeous prints of movies that look better than they did when they showed in theaters. And it's just crazy that that's where we've, yeah. we've come. So yeah, 80s w- was the big decade for horror, um, established all the big franchises. Yep. But then near the end of the 80s, and yeah, then it started the 90s. to kind of peter out a little bit. Yeah, and then horror became very neutered in the 90s. Yeah. It was all teen stuff. It was all no gore. Yeah. And, there, and by the book and predictable and, I mean, frankly, sweet, stupid you, and boring. Well, yeah, there was a lot of like, a lot it, of it. it's it's funny. It is all, it is very uh, like stages, you know, of, of. Yeah, Ups like and monsters. Popularity. And, yeah, 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 yeah. And and just um we were just saying before we started that, yeah, Scream in the nineties really started to bring horror back, but it was a big it, kickstart. Yeah, it was, yeah. And then but like a lot of the stuff that was coming out was 
not teen horror, but kind of, you know, yeah, like, was, no, like, for sure. Early I, know, 90s. Are you, I know you did what last summer scream? scream. Oh God. No, oh shit. 96. I was thinking 94. Siri, anyway. what year did scream come out? 96. Okay. 96. Okay. Um, okay. So I guess that was later. Yeah. So early doubt my movie brain. <laughs> Since sliced alone, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Scream really reinvigorated the genre and people's interest in the genre. Yeah. Um, and for the rest of the 90s, it still didn't... There was more horror hits, but it still wasn't yeah. coming back strong in terms of quality. Yeah, it was a lot of like... Uh, probably studios being specifically like scream was really big you know let's do that so then it's do like it you like, had your yeah. your i know you did last summer like it was disturbing, the deca- it was disturbing of disturbing behavior yeah and the faculty yeah and like a faculty. lot of movies faculty like that valentine you know what i mean yeah. like uh, a lot of just kind of movies that are sort of similar and yeah yeah but then we get into the 2000s and suddenly like in the last 20 years Horror has gained a new respect. I think studios started realizing it just occurred to me now that I think what would turn the tide for studios right. was the Blair Witch Project. Oh, yes. Right? Was because, that 99 or something? Yeah, I like think that? so. Because the studios then realized, oh, wait a minute, we can make a movie for almost no money yep. and bring in tens or hundreds <sighs> of millions God. of dollars. And they were like suddenly interested in investing in horror. Yeah. I think that movie was a big kickoff point. For oh my God, yeah. Back. And the funny thing was, being a diehard horror fan for the past 20 years, every year I keep expecting it to nosedive again. Yeah. And yet it's, it it's just kind of evolves and, you know, it's like now there's like folk horror kind of, which I love. Yeah, like you got, okay, so directors like Ari Aster and uh, Mike Flanagan, Robert Eggers, Jordan Peele, uh, James Wan, Guillermo del Toro. Mm. James Wan and del Toro in particular are guys who direct their own horror movies, but they mentor yeah. tons of other up and comings. Totally. To make their movies and they're like, ambassadors to i always call i met mick garris once oh yeah, yeah and i told him that i always thought of him as horror's ambassador yeah he thought that was great he thought that was a great title because he's a guy who like nurtures it in other people and uh, is a cheerleader yeah for other people so, in yeah. horror and i think that james wan and del toro are exactly they're like the current equivalents to right. McGarris that they're cheerleaders for it, and they want to see horror evolve and get more popular and become respected mm-hmm. and uh and it's great and it's working there's been i will you know won't go into the philosophical part of it but there's always been the need for horror that it's like uh a lot of non-horror people are always like oh my god how can you watch that stuff uh, <laughs> yeah right like ever since especially in the 80s oh my god yeah. everybody was always like how can you watch they that demonized stuff? it so much yeah then, even especially. in high school right there was other women when we were in school there would always be other students that would be like how can you watch that crap oh yeah you were the weirdo for yeah, like the a, weird, uh, horror, for sure horror. yeah but it's therapeutic and there's been studies about this that horror is healthy to mm-hmm. watch that it's uh you know when the world is caving in around you and you see all these horrible things happening in the world which unfortunately <clears throat> there's so much of even today oh brother yeah. that uh it's an outlet yeah it lets yeah, you an, it lets you safely experience it <laughs> yeah so that's part of it too. I also think that horror now crosses boundaries in terms of genres that they can be funny, like the current Renfield. Oh, and, that was great. Uh, we just saw that recently. Yeah, it was me so too. Fun. So much better than it had any right to totally, be. Totally, totally. Because so it's bloodier really, than I assumed it would be. Yeah, really bloody. Yeah. 
Um, and damn funny and smart. Yeah. And uh, I loved it. I really loved it. Yeah, it was great. Other warm bodies and like they've they brought a lot of comedy into yeah. it. Uh, but they also kind of blur the line between horror and thriller a lot now. Yeah. Which it, is smart because it brings in more audience. It's a funny thing that that uh I don't know if it's just critics or whatever, but it's almost like a weird thing where whoever critics, let's say, almost don't want to call horror certain horror movies like a horror movie because it's like it's yeah, kind of yeah. got that stink on it, like oh, it's just a horror movie, you know, like that's been a thing hereditary. It's like, well, it's a thriller. It's like that's a straight up fucking horror uh, movie are you kidding me but you know for this weird sake of like thrillers have women wires sawing off their own head head. yeah Yeah. it's it's a horror movie it's oh my god horror yeah ever ever since stuff like trauma when silence of the lambs was up for all the oscars yeah that's what everybody was like it's a thriller yeah it's like just admit it's a horror and it's like it's funny i uh horror is great in that i on a podcast uh the i always talk about there other he podcasts. goes again <laughs> on the movie crypt podcast with uh, adam green and joe lynch good guys uh totally totally also a bunch of their movies i could have put in underrated gems you see mayhem mayhem is amazing yes i love it stevie john yeah um anyway adam was saying that the thing like horror doesn't get the credit it deserves because horror has every genre in it you yeah. know what I mean? Like one horror movie can have like really funny moments. It can have really dramatic moments. Heavy it can drama, have really sad, romance. really sad things. Obviously, yeah, romance and like really scary shit. Whereas yeah. you know, a comedy, just just a comedy, is a comedy. Just a fucking like uh, rom com. Yeah, it's just a rom com. You know, nobody's getting their head sawed off in a rom com. Right. Uh, on Forch. and uh, <laughs> yeah, but horror has everything. Yeah, you know. So it's and then weirdly it and gets kind of like often is full of allegory so oh absolutely there's also that that you totally take, you can take other stuff out of it yeah absolutely for, for what it represents it's so weird that it, it, it is kind of like looked down upon as just a it's just a horror movie like and i think that's been since the birth of horror sure it's been looked at like that yeah but i think that's changed especially maybe in the past 15 years that now you're getting filmmakers like those ones i mentioned like jordan peele like mm-hmm. ari aster hello jordan and, peele I yeah. think he's such an awesome new voice in horror. Yeah. And I think it's because of filmmakers like them that horror is really finally starting to get a legitimacy. Yeah. Because I give it maybe five more years and you're going to start to see some of these guys up for Oscars. Sure. Totally. I, I can't see it not happening. I still do not. And I know everyone says this, but I, how did Tony Collette not get nominated for her hereditary? Yeah. Like that. One of the greatest performances. Shocking. Yeah. Like she's so, I, I love that movie, but I feel like I can only watch that once every once in a while because it's so like emotionally draining. I can watch it every day. Oh, I love, I don't know. It just, it drains I find me. Something it's so different it's in every frame. It's just, I, yeah. I love it for that. Like yeah. I just, I'm blown away by the, how it looks, the creativity of it, the, the performances, like everything about it. I love so much, but and it's I, like, the it's like heavy. His, the sun. Was that Nate Wolf? Is that his name? From he, Ju- the Jumanji movies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he, uh, <laughs> I thought, I don't think people give him enough credit in Hereditary. He's great. He's he so good. He broke his nose on purpose by smashing it on the desk. He actually did that. Really? Yes. He actually smashed his I face. Did not know that. Like, holy shit, that is commitment. And wow. that little girl actually took her head off. 
<laughs> that's untrue. That's untrue. That Folks, part, okay. that is not true. I please made that part do up. not. I was going to say write letters. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> if you want, you can write letters. There's We're like not some, giving you an address. There's like somebody out there that's 20 that heard that. They're like, did he just say write letters? How yeah. old is this guy? Direct them to the real ramblers at the North Pole. <laughs> Postal code XOXO. XOHO. No, HOHO. Not one one three eight. Weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, there, there's got to be more nominated. Not that I care about it's uh, yeah award I mean, shows, but it's the recognition that it deserves that the horror genre deserves when you've got master filmmakers like these guys absolutely making yeah. these movies that are like so like Midsummer is oh my god is my fave yeah it's hypnotic and it's technically brilliant mm-hmm. I I don't know I like I said I give it five years five more years yeah. when all these guys because they've all got a handful of films under their belts right now Astor Flanagan uh, and Jordan Peele Robert Eggers once they get into a few more in their catalog I don't think people are going to have a choice yeah, yeah there's yeah. just going to be you can't ignore art for that long mm-hmm. yeah so totally I think that's going to happen but um as for the future of horror I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, like where's it going to go from here? What's the next step? Yeah, there seems to be... The other funny thing about horror is there's always many lanes going on at the same time because we're getting all these artistic directors like those guys I mentioned doing these artistic horror movies. And at the same time, <laughs> what else is breaking records in the box office? Terrifier 2. Oh my God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. You're a movie that is just a balls-out gore fest. Like nothing we've seen since 1985. Yeah. And uh, I expected to not like those movies at all. Right. I saw clips and I was like, oh my God. Like, yeah. Come on. And then I watched them and I was like, okay, these are really good. Like they're <laughs> so fun. Yeah. But they're not, ah, it's hard to describe. They're cheesy, but there's something, there's a high quality underlying in them. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, it's hard to put into words. But anyway, it's amazing that I never thought a movie that was that gory yeah. Like in Terrifier, did you see them? I, yeah, you know, I saw the first Terrifier, and I think the first time I saw it, I just, at the time, I thought it was just kind of so-so. I was like, I feel like it's, you know, um, gore for the sake of it, kind of, and it's like, I didn't know if That's I... That's what I thought they uh, would be, and I think it helps that, that I saw two first. Oh, probably, yeah. So, yeah, just at the time, I was like, I don't know, it's maybe just excessive for the sake of excessiveness yeah. or something. But uh, then I saw part two, and I was like, I loved it. I loved part two. It was so and it's fun. it's more excessive. It, it is. Like, but the it's one like, scene that's famous of him, it's what, like a 12-minute scene of him killing that one girl? Oh, my God. Yes. It goes on forever. It, the it, stuff yeah. he does to her is it's just in, like, it's, it's, it's what so, the hell? It becomes like a Looney Tunes almost, yeah. you know? Like, it's so over the top. And yeah cartoonishly gory yeah uh that like i kind of i appreciate it more now um you know it, it's funny how movies are like that and i think with a lot of horror movies are like that like did you ever see mandy yes and what were your thoughts on mandy didn't care for it yeah you know beautiful to look at yeah it was a really that's a mo- maybe i don't know movie. if we have an episode coming up in the future where it's like movies that you didn't like at first but maybe later yeah yeah um and uh because i got a couple kind of like that uh, but we can kind of talk about it right now because it's horror yeah that's what we're talking about but yeah mandy it's funny the first time i watched it i was like i don't think i like this i feel like oh it's trying to be too artsy and seems a little yeah it's just like look at how look at the crazy colors and too artsy yeah. fartsy duh, 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 duh. and um i thought it was what's the word i'm you trying know to think me off as mm. he gets that crazy axe and then he like barely used it oh right that, oh right i was like why aren't you using it uh anyway, but yeah i'm trying to think of the word where it's like it's like artsy fartsy like 
that's the word. Well, yeah, there's person. another word I'm uh, trying to think of, but I can't. Like highbrow? Something. I don't know. Um, but uh, we'll figure it out, folks. We'll uh, yeah, we'll get back to you. Yeah, uh, write a letter and tell me what uh, send it. And tell me what that word is. I'm looking for. Uh, <laughs> there was someone, a friend on Facebook, I think, who was talking about it. He had mentioned that, like a lot of people, are saying that it was too whatever that word is. I can't think. I think it starts with a P. I don't know. Doesn't matter. There's consonants and vowels in it. Um, pretentious? <laughs> pretentious. Thank you. Holy oh, fuck. Way to go, pretentious. Jay. Ladies you, and gentlemen, you. Jay. Just save yourself the money of a stamp. Don't send that letter. And Jay figured it out. Yeah. Pretentious. And I thought it felt pretentious. Yeah. And they were like, it's a movie with a cheese goblin in it. Like there was that commercial with the cheeses barfing macaroni and cheese everywhere. And I was like, oh, fuck, that's true. And I'm like, I, and then it, it kind of like clicked and I kind of got it. You know, I still don't know how much I, I don't know if I'll rewatch it. Yeah. But I kind of appreciated it more right, right. now. And there's another movie. And I'm pretty sure we talked about it before. I don't even know if you've seen it yet. And it's a very, very divisive movie. Do you think you know where I'm no. going with this? Oh, Skinamarink. Oh yeah. So yeah. here's the thing. Have you heard of this or seen it? It's 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 more like an art piece, like a 90 minute art piece. It's uh can I get closer to the microphone here? Garbage. <laughs> <laughs> remember, remember, it didn't work for me. That's what we say. Yeah. It's 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 Sorry. so garbage <laughs> for uh, me <laughs> for for bill i will it's like if you watch 10 minutes of it you will understand that that's what the rest of the jay let is. me tell you it's a camera filming a ceiling and then a camera filming a floor and then a camera filming a wall and then a camera filming the ceiling again yeah no people there's there's kids in it but you never see them no I'll never watch this movie. So the, and the basic it's premise, small. no, the basic premise is like on, on paper, the premise is really scary where it's like two kids wake up. Yeah. Their parents are gone and the house has no more doors or windows. Yeah. Scary. Amazing. Premise. Um, and, uh, so I watch it, but I had to fast forward through it because it was just like, it's so, so there's no music, there's nothing, but I have an appreciation for it now. I don't know even still if I like it, but yeah. because I like to listen to other people's reviews on it and opinions on it to just kind of like, you know, did I miss something or whatever? And like a lot I appreciate of, the effort. I don't appreciate the movie. Uh, yeah. I was like, I, I feel like if it was a 15 minute short, it would be sure. more effective. And it was based on like a 30 minute short. Yeah. It's the same thing. But a lot of people were like, this is the scariest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I don't get that. And there's a part of me that I'm like, the movie did have, it gave me a feeling of when I was like a little kid in my room and I would like wake up in the middle of the night and say the TV was still on, but you know, it was fuzzy because uh, everybody, when we were kids, the TV stopped at midnight <laughs> and it just went to fuzz. Um, now I wish I could do the Fraser Crane voice because <laughs> this feels like therapy. We're listening. And yeah, and it's like I would wake up and we, you know, when I was like seven or eight years old and the room was just had like the, the static on and was just the blue light and it was just there was something about the quiet rooms which is funny that used to really scare me yeah for sure so i can appreciate that this movie captured what it feels like to be terrified as a kid it felt like a nightmare it felt like they actually captured a nightmare but i also totally understand and i'm more on the side of like it didn't work for me yeah. but i appreciate what you did with it yeah if this if they did the same premise but actually showed stuff actually showed kids yeah instead yeah like you, you hear kids talking it's sometimes. almost like they went to film a movie locked off the camera and then when they were done went ah we forgot to point the camera at the kids and it just to me it was just 
Yeah. Didn't work. Yeah. It was a gimmick gone wrong for me. But the cool thing is, is that it's a horror movie that did fucking great and it's still, it's making people talk. Yeah. Which is still cool. Even if I don't like a movie, the fact that a horror movie is doing so well makes me fucking happy. Yeah. Because that just for sure. helps horror. Yeah. And I like that that may be part of the future of horror is that people are going to continue to try and stretch those boundaries. Totally. And, and do crazier things yeah and uh i'm all for that and it doesn't even necessarily have to be crazier in like uh, gore like let's see how far we can push it because i mean terrifier is doing that and now we've seen how far but yeah just i like experimental things like um the lighthouse the lighthouse yes it's crazy the first time i saw it is another one where i was like i don't know if i like this but the more i thought about it i i love him as a director and the movie looked great but i hated it it was, it, I I left, didn't leave the movie, I saw it at home. I was just like, I don't know what I thought about that. To but me, the lighthouse felt like two actors on stage. Yeah. And that the only seats that were filled in the audience were the back two rows. <laughs> right. So they had to really overdo everything. Right. That's what it felt like to me. Yeah. It was a weird movie, but, because it was, not, not Ari Aster, Eggers. Robert Eggers, yeah. And like The Witch, I love The Witch. Love The Witch. Love it. But yeah, this was such a, like the, the aspect ratio was like so weird yeah. and it was just, it was so weird. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm having a good time while I'm watching this, but right. it made me feel like uncomfortable and weird. Yeah. And I'm like, cool then. Cause not a lot of movies will even do that. Yeah, so, yeah, I guess so that. yeah, I don't know. I just, it's like, I think Stephen King said something about horror where he's like, even if it's bad, it's still pretty good. Like he still is like, even if I don't love this movie, I'm still having fun watching it or, you know, and it's like, I kind of feel like that a bit. It affected me and I still haven't decided if I like it. The performances were great because they were so crazy and those guys are good actors. Yeah. It was just a weird new, not addition or genre to horror, but just like, and that's another one. A new experiment. Yeah. Experiment. Yeah. Yeah. That's another one where I think people are like, well, it was more like it wasn't a horror. And it's like, that was pretty, it was actually, I don't know what the fuck it was. Yeah. I take that back. I, I, I don't know. know. It didn't do it for me. Like I said, it just felt like really overdone community theater. Right. It was just too over the top for mm-hmm. me. Um, I don't like when, uh, I don't like when you can feel the artisticness. Right. Like it's almost like they're forcing the artist. That's what I felt about Mandy when I first saw it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought about Mandy. <clears throat> yeah. That's why I didn't like it that much. Yeah. Like a four, four minute one shot of Nicolas Cage screaming and drinking vodka in yeah. the bathroom in his tidy whities. Yeah. And like I, heard- I remember another darling of horror fans everywhere is that film Martyrs, the French film. I still haven't seen it. Which, I've uh, read all about it. Jay and I watched years ago and neither one of us cared for it. The story's brilliant. It's a neat story. Yeah. The story's very cool, but it got to this point. There's this one scene of torturing this girl Yeah, and they torture her. Then they leave and then the camera just stays on her. And then later they come down, torture her again. Then they leave. Then they come down torture again and it just got to the point where we were like is the rest of the movie just this scene over and over again like we were like I think you fast forwarded 45 minutes of torture yeah it it was crazy I have no interest in seeing that personally like I'm okay with it if it serves a purpose but it didn't I didn't think in Martyrs to me it was go upstairs they could have punch you in the face go upstairs they could have showed that 10 minutes as like point. a time lapse thing and it would have been just as effective right. and it took forever and we were bored out of our skulls and we were just like this is so repetitive and yet horror people 
love yeah. martyrs. Like, I know it, it's almost become a thing of like, oh, if you didn't like it, you're not a horror fan. Yeah, kind that's of thing. But then the, the remake came out. Yeah, then the American remake came out, which all horror fans hated because they love martyrs. And right. They were like stupid Americanized version of it, and Jay and I both loved it. Oh, crazy! Because it corrected all the things that we hated. Yeah, because it took okay. out the ridiculous repetitiveness, and it was just about the story. And made you care about the lead character. Yeah. They spent enough time. Huh. Yeah. I thought it was much better done. I really enjoyed it. Huh. Um, this this so moment then, yeah. of the Real Ramblers brought to you by ASMR. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> I'm just kidding. I wasn't joking. Come on now. Sorry. I just really wanted to open that, but I didn't want it to be distracting, so I made a joke of it. Yeah, you couldn't have waited five more minutes. I'm thirsty. Uh I've been drinking water this whole time. and Me too, actually. Known. No, you haven't. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Hello, folks. When I was a kid, I'm going to tell the story real quick. Yeah, I was tell like, the story. Oh, a, a, a little kid, I'd, I'd have like a crazy dreamer. Over. Enjoy this story, I'm folks. A, I'm a very active dreamer. and uh, I, I was a bastard kid. I, <laughs> I, I would be like, I don't know. I have a dream. I was a fucking Ninja Turtle or something. I was I was a Ninja Turtle, not fucking a Ninja Turtle. Um <laughs> But if I would, come Raph- on, Raphael. Anyway, um, uh, and I'd be like, go to Bill, and I'd be like, I had a dream I was a Ninja Turtle. He's like, no, you didn't. And I'd be like, no, I had a dream. He's like, people, you can't dream that. People don't dream that. You didn't do it. And I was just like, I'm such a dick. <laughs> oh, I'm sure in future episodes, folks, that we're going to go into more detail about how much of a jerk I no, was. No, no, no. That, that's was, we we can. No, I mean Lee made uh, like a Lego plane and showed me very proud, and I threw it out a window on the third floor to see if it could fly. I don't remember that. You don't remember that? No. Yeah, I did. I think it was. I think it was. At a, least I acknowledge now yeah. that, out that it was <laughs> that it was jerk behavior. But that's all right. <laughs> but I also loved him very much, folks, and I was very protective of him, and we had a lot of good times. We had a well. lot of good times. Oh, my times. God, look at the time. There was a time in kindergarten, a kid stole my Hulk toy, and you went looking for that guy. Don't remember Don't, that. Yeah, I had an incredible Hulk toy. <laughs> She'd be like, thanks for grabbing that Hulk toy for me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be copping my style, kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was putting on my, my boots as kindergarten. I still remember and had a, an incredible Hulk toy. In between my boots as I was putting them on in the hallway, kids were leaving, and I just saw a hand come in and go, yoink, and pull the fucking toy away. And I looked up, and they didn't know who it was, and I was crying, and you were walking me home, and you were trying to figure out who did it. Wow. Yeah. Never found him again. See, he was a good guy. Never found him again. Took Lee to a lot of movies. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that another day, but there was a great day we went to see Lost Boys. Yep. And you were young. I know. I, I was... I mean, Lost Boys is probably rated like AA. That's what probably, it was back yeah. then. I don't know what it's, they call it now. Yeah. Um, but like adult accompaniment. It's a like 14A now. 14A. Okay, yeah. So, well, I mean, Lost Boys came out when? 88? Uh, 87. Yeah, 87, 88. 87. So yeah. I was born in 76. So I was 11? Yeah. Math. Uh, and uh, yeah, so you went to take me to Lost Boys. And yeah. it was not playing anymore. And we got there and it was done. It wasn't yeah. playing anymore. And what was playing instead was? Mississippi Burning. Mississippi Burning. So I'm like, well, let's we'll go, go to see this. Mississippi Burning. And I was fucking mad as shit because I wanted to see vampires. Yeah, he was I don't really know mad. what this movie was. I don't care about it. I remember specifically sitting in the seat going, I'm just going to go to sleep because uh, I'm so mad. Yeah. Fucking frown. And then as I, as the movie played, I was like, holy fuck, this is a really, even at 11, I'm like, this is yeah. a very fantastic film. Yeah, and we <laughs> walked out of it and he was like, that was really good. And I'm like, he's 11 and appreciated Mississippi burning. Ladies and gentlemen, 
That's who my co-host Lee is. <laughs> he was an 11-year-old that appreciated Mississippi Burning. That I, says a lot about a person. I also admitted last episode I watched Hubie Halloween. <laughs> I thought it was okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, Lee has not evolved. <laughs> I've devolved. Yeah, he's devolved. But, I like uh, the one where he played a girl Maybe and they a should boy. remake Mississippi Burning, but with Adam Sandler. Oh, my God. That would be, do some Adam Sandler. Mississippi doo that's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see what's burning? It's a Mississippi. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what you said. No, nobody oh knows. Oh my god! It's Sandler talk. Unless he's doing like a really awesome <sighs> drama film, he knocks yeah. it out of the park with those, and then all of a sudden it's like flippity doo. Anyway. And that, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> is why horror is popular. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah we, really, uh, yeah, we went off the tracks a little there, folks. Yeah. But that's all right. Hey, it's going to happen. Whatever we can do to keep you amused. That's what we're all about here at Rio Ramblers. Yes. Anyway, folks, um, keep watching those horror movies. Let's keep horror popular and uh, support the genre. We'll have another episode in the future about this, but I just want to say to the horror fans, you got to start supporting horror on TV as mm. much as you support movies. Yep. Because there's been some damn fine horror on TV. Yeah. Uh, we will do more on this in the future, but there's a That'd show There's a show on Paramount? No. Anyway, Evil. Ah. Um, which is just going into its fourth season. And literally, it's one of my favorite shows of all time. The humor in it, the horror in it, it's unbelievable. The Exorcist series was phenomenal. Oh, so good. Um, Hannibal, for the love Hannibal, of God. Come on. Yeah. Um, and shows like The Exorcist. Uh, Fuller House. Uh, sorry the exorcist after the first season didn't get enough viewers and they were canceled gonna cancel it and warner brothers was like we believe in this show and even though it's not making money we're gonna put money into a second season because we believe in it, it was and horror great. fans still didn't watch it and then it ended and it's a shame because it was a top tier show yeah and, uh, people should have watched it but we'll have a longer discussion about that later yeah but uh thanks for tuning in keep watching those movies everybody and uh lee sign us out <laughs> A real rambler, zippity doo! <laughs> See you next time, folks. Thanks for coming in, Adam Sandler. Thanks for listening to The Real Ramblers. Follow us on Instagram at Real Ramblers. That's R E E L Ramblers. And you can follow me at Lee Howard underscore art and Bill at Just the Bill 1138. 